This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everybody. Eventing Radio Show producer Coach Jen here. This week, Liz, Paul, Max, and Joe all have the week off, so let's enjoy this blast from the past featuring Liz and Boyd Martin hosting Helen Murray, Executive Director of the ERA of NA, along with Hoy Fonseca. I'm Liz Halliday-Sharp coming to you from sunny Ocala and this week we don't have our favorite Aussie Tappers on the line because he is coming home from a cheeky little holiday but we do have some Aussie flavor for you still and still a great fan favorite. It's our guest host for this week Boyd Martin. Boyd thank you very much for jumping in here with me today and um, how, how are you getting on? I hear it's very cold out there in Pennsylvania. Yeah Liz, Liz thank you for having me on the show. I'm uh I'm very proud to take over Tappers' position, um, but uh, I was very jealous when I heard you're in Ocala, Florida, because uh, I'm up here in Pennsylvania at the moment, and it's bloody freezing. Uh, it's cold, and uh, but the horses are, uh, are getting clipped, and we're all getting geared up for a big season next year. Well, Boyd, it's been a it's been an up and down year for you this year for sure. But I think um, I think every every year that goes by, and you know, you've certainly had your your fair share of trials and tribulations, but it just kind of tacks on as your armor, doesn't it? You seem to always be able to pull yourself together and come out the other side shining. Yeah, it's a funny game, this, Liz. It's, uh, I think I'm slowly getting numb to it. I've been doing it for about 20 years, and there's the highs are highs and the lows are lows, and uh, you've just got to be resilient and enjoy it when it's good. And and battle through it when it's not. And as you know yourself, it's it's a very rewarding sport, and um, and it's it's tough when it, it doesn't go so well. But could be always be worse, mate. We uh, could be sitting in an office typing typing in front of a computer or picking mushrooms or some other job. So there's <laughs> there's really not that much to complain about. <laughs> I'm I'm with you, mate. I am. And um, championship year in the U.S. coming up. It's a big year for um for everyone. Have you got some really good horses lined up? Yeah, I'm getting a the, the bit of a squadron together. We've got a, a new coach, obviously, Eric Devander. So we're, all the Americans met with him a couple of weeks ago, and he's pretty fired up. And um, yeah, I've got a couple of the old boys um, um, gearing up to do another four-star and then some new younger horses coming through for their first four-star. So um, it's obviously a long, long way to go to, selection so i'm not even really thinking about um getting picked on the team yet i'm more just trying to gather up the troops and make sure i put forward some good performances come rolex and jersey and lamoulin and bromont and uh and after that we'll start start worrying about who's who's looking the best or not (laughs) fair enough i think that's a smart way to go i think we're all excited about um the new coach i know i am and um it's it's great to be sort of gearing up with some good horses for the new season. Liz, you look like you're tooled up with a couple of nice horses too. Uh, you're in with a shot there. Um, have you got something for Rolex or what's your plan with your, your advanced horses? 
Well, you know, I'm I'm really lucky that De Niro Z has uh, has really come on this year, and it's been really amazing for his owners, um, Robin Cristosino, to to experience him going into Blenheim, and he was fantastic there. And then he did Bucalo, and really, he's come on, he's come on leaps and bounds. And I think the world of him, I think he's probably the best horse I've ever had. But um, he is still green. He's a young horse. Um, he did his first advance towards the end of the last year or this year even. We're not quite in 2018 yet. But um, I think he would cope if he did get chosen for WEG. But look, I'm, I'm sure I'm not at the top of the list. Um, and I will be aiming him for Bromont. I'm not going to uh, go guns blazing for four star just yet. And we're going to, similar to yourself, I'm just going to try and do the best by my horses and um, try and give him the best shot for his future, really. And I think uh, doing another three star is the right move for that. So um, I'm excited for this year. And I've got some really super young horses coming up, probably the best best ones I've had. So yeah, hopefully in a few years' time, I'll have a, a good selection of top horses. Very good. Very good. Well, Boyd, it's been great chatting with you, and we should probably get right to our first guest just after these messages from our sponsor. Hi, Glenda Geek here, founder of the Horse Radio Network, and we would like to take this opportunity to thank Bitter Britain for continuing to be our title sponsor for the Eventing Radio Show and for being one of the biggest supporters of eventing over the last three decades. If you need eventing supplies, there is no better place to go than BitterBritain.com. John and the entire gang are there to help you with everything you need for a successful eventing season. With the exception of the horse, you're on your own for that. Please support the company that supports you. BitterBritain.com. And like them on Facebook. Just search for Bitter Britain. Joining us now on the Eventing Radio Show is an exciting and very important guest. It's the Executive Director of the Eventing Riders Association of North America. It's Helen Murray. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Liz. Great to be talking to you guys. Happy holidays. And you. I can't believe Christmas is just around the corner. It's absolutely crazy. But for now, we're, we're more excited about getting this show done because I know our producer is excited because it's the last one before the holidays. But um, we're really pleased to have you on the show because, um, of course, the ERA of NA is such an important part of what we do do here. And it's great to be able to explain a bit better what that is all about, what the membership's about. It's it's such a great organization, isn't it? It is. It's fabulous. Um, and we've uh, experienced a transition um, in the past uh, 12 months uh, where we uh, originally was formed as PRO, the Professional Riders Organization. And then um, over the last year, uh, we transitioned to the Eventing Riders Association of North America as um, having talked to our constituency and as the sport has evolved and changed, uh, we, the organization felt that uh, we need to do the same thing. And so we had a uh, couple great meetings at the USCA convention uh, a few weeks ago in Long Beach and yeah, excited, very excited to continue continue forward and build membership and um, work, work together to be the collective voice of the of, of ending in North America. Helen, I think it's a, a fantastic thing that you're doing uh, for the sport, especially for the 
professional riders are, are you connected to the uh, the ERA in Europe that's uh, that's making big noise over there yeah, I mean, the the ERA uh, in Europe has, as you said, made huge noise and done a lot to the sport over there. So we're really trying to model a lot of what we're uh, doing in North America here. And uh, we want to work with them and, you know, uh, partner. And uh, because, as, as we all know, eventing is a great sport, uh, but we're, we're all better together. So the Absolutely, more yeah. we can collaborate uh, with... Uh, national federations and individuals and as well as ERA of Europe, I think the better it will all be. The more we uh, can fantastic. Uh, more we can get done. Excellent. Excellent news for us. And um, Helen, just um, explain a little bit to our listeners, you know, that I think in the past there was maybe some confusion for people as to who could become a member of what, what used to be called the Pro Riders Association. But just explain to us what who can be a member and what you get from your membership. Why should people be a member of the ERA of NA? Well, anyone uh, that is interested and... Uh, has a love for eventing, uh, can be a member and we welcome them in. Um, we have, there are currently three different types of memberships. So there is a, just a general membership, which is $25 a month and, or $25 a year. And then we've got our plus membership, which is $50 a year. And that allows you, um, to, uh, take part in some of our programs that we will be uh, launching throughout the year. Uh, as as people that were familiar with Pro may know of the junior scholarships we've had and the prelim to Pro uh, program. We're also looking to open that up for amateurs. Uh, so if you're a member plus, that welcomes you into those programs, as well as we still have our professional membership, which uh, has transitioned from pro and any equine professional, whether that be a rider, a groom, a farrier, a vet, physio, um, can join that membership. And that also uh, lets you uh, take part in our insurance program, which is an accident and disability insurance. Say, Helen, that um, I've taken full advantage of uh, that insurance over the years when, uh, when it was formally organized by pro so from a, a rider like myself uh, i think I, i'm one of those ones that benefited from that uh, insurance policy that you guys put up um can you just explain why it's so specialized rather than just your basic insurance why do people need to have that insurance because i i am also a member of it um and i am a firm believer that it's it's a great thing for all of us as riders isn't it yeah, it, it is great, and we've had a lot of our professional members um, have taken have you have used the insurance, which unfortunately for them, it's meant that they've had to be on the sidelines. But it has it it is the accident and disability insurance. So when you are um, not able to be riding or doing your normal job because you're on the sidelines, it does give you um, so you know helps does give you compensation. And so there are two different forms of it. There's our base plan, which is a $375 uh, annually. And so that it, there's a $5,000 deductible, but it gives you uh, 
uh, 52 weeks of disability insurance. Uh, and so it will give you two, uh, $200 a week. And there is then, and then um, $100,000 in excess insurance, our uh, buy-up plan, which is $1,088 annually, uh, also has the $5,000 deductible. But that, uh, for when you are on disability, that will give you uh, or, sorry, $600 a week and gives you a million dollars in excess uh, insurance. Yeah, I mean, uh, for what it's worth, I think what you guys are, are, are doing is fantastic, Helen. It, I really feel like you're you're bringing our sport of eventing um, up to the next level, you know, into a uh, into that you know that next bracket of uh, professional sports. And uh, I think it's fantastic. And if you guys can make it similar to what they've done in England and uh, Europe, I think uh, uh, it's making the sport much more of a global sport. And uh, it's very very exciting that America's. Uh, it you know getting away from this whole sort of feeling of amateurism. So uh, it's it's uh, hats off to you. Well, thank you very and much. Yeah, we look to you know continue, um, and you know I think it is really important to note that it is uh, it's a membership of everyone. It's professionals, it's amateurs, it's juniors and young riders and owners and grooms and. We all really want to work together because I think we all, everyone feels very passionately about this sport. And if, you know, we want to be the collective voice and work with, uh, work with and collaborate with not only the USCF and USCA in uh, the States, but also work with uh, affiliates and the national federations in Canada and Mexico. So, Helen, do you, are there some big goals for 2018? I mean, we know that the um, ERA of NMA does uh, insurance. We've just talked about that. And there's so much more that the club does, though, isn't there? And there's there's must be a lot going ahead to the this new year now that it's rebranded and we've got um, a championship year coming up in the United States. Uh, tell us a bit more about what, what we can look for in the future. Um, yeah, we will. Uh, we really are looking to increase our membership um, as as we are all encompassing for the entire sport, and we will uh, be having presences at multiple different competitions throughout the year. And we want to hold some open forums at competitions to um, you know talk about what can be improved in the sport, but also what what's going well and what can we build on and. How can you know riders and grooms and owners work with organizers to make the sport to build on what is already good in this you know in the in the sport in this country um so yeah, and we'll be all uh not only in the u s but also um look to be have a presence at some Canadian and Mexican competitions as well. Well, it sounds like things are just improving all the time, Helen. And I know that both Boyd and I are very proud members, um, continual members of, of this uh, wonderful Eventing Riders Association of North America. And um, how can our, our your many followers follow um, the progress? How can they become members? Is there a website, of course, but is there also social media areas that people can follow? Can you just fill us in on all that? 
Yes, there is all of that. Um, you can learn more about the Abandoned Riders Association of North America on our website, which is eraofna.com, as well as uh, you can join and become a member there. You can also follow us on social media on our uh, Facebook page, which is the Abandoned Riders Association of North America. And then uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram as well uh, with the handle ERA of NA. Thank you very much, Helen. It's been a real pleasure to have you um, on the Eventing Radio Show. And of course, we're proud to be a part of this show, which is uh, every, everything goes hand in hand, doesn't it, here? So um, we hope that you have a it wonderful does. Christmas. And thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you so much. I have been a loyal listener to the radio show for a long time. Um, thank you guys for everything you do and happy holidays to you all. The Eventing Writers Association of North America is the collective voice of writers, equine professionals, and owners in pursuit of enhancing the growing sport of eventing in North America. In cooperation with our members, governing bodies, related committees, and organizers, ERA of NA works to improve the overall welfare, safety, visibility, and growth of the sport. ERA of NA. Your voice matters for the sport of eventing. Jump in and engage by becoming a member today. Find them online at www.eraofna.com. On, on the radio, eventing radio show, we're very, very lucky to have Brazilian eventing sensation, Hoy Vinseca, uh, calling us in from, uh, from where are you, Roy? Sunny Rio de Janeiro? <laughs> Well, I'm just um, yeah, I'm just south of Brazil at the moment, a um, couple of hours from Rio. I'm actually giving this interview actually on the sand in front of the sea, having a nice cocktail <laughs> in my hands. And um, how are you guys over there? Is it winter over there now, or are just um, you know just trying to catch up with the weather up there? Yeah. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's bloody freezing here, mate. We're uh, we're in uh, the uh, the east coast of America, shivering away and uh, dreaming of uh, lying on a beach down there in, in in Brazil, in South America. So, thank you for uh, for coming on the radio show, and uh, and uh, I hope uh, we wish you all the best for next season. And we we understand you've been um, getting amongst in, in the indoor eventing scene in in Europe uh, the last few months. Yes, Boyd, yes. I mean, I've, I've, I just actually just literally arrived in Brazil. Um, we're just having um, two weeks down here. I mean, I've been pretty busy with the, the indoor season over there and back in Europe. I mean, I've been a, like a big supporter of, for the last, probably last 10 years, we've been supporting a lot of the indoor shows there. I mean, like Stuttgart was one of the first ones, and we got Paris, and we got um, Bordeaux and Geneva in Stockholm as well. I mean, it, it's been um, like a, a new series going on. And, and I think FEI even thinking doing like a, like a little World Cup uh, winter season for the eventers, which is a bit different for our sport. But um, it's, I think it's quite nice to be involved with those bigger shows. It's good networking. And I think it's um, fantastic for eventing outdoor as well. 
Well, and it's really good, Hoy, because uh, it must be great for sponsors and for the fans as well, because it's not like they're having to go into a, into a muddy field and chase horses around and try and keep up with what's going on, like quite often it can be with our sport. Instead, you know, they've put this arena eventing right there in front of everybody in a real stadium, and it's very, very exciting for the crowds, isn't it? And I know... I know I've, uh, I've maybe caught a few social media videos of you trying to bring the crowds in a little bit more. You've definitely uh, taken it taken it in your stride, haven't you? Yeah, this, uh, this, is, this is the main point. I mean, the organizers, they want uh, like a big show. I mean, it's still a competition between the riders, but they always put us in the meeting before and say, look, guys, it's always another day if everything goes wrong, if you're not having a good day. I mean, so they want us to promote the sport. And, um, and literally, like, when is the eventing uh, during the indoor season, like on that particular day, is the only night that is actually sold out. I mean, so we are wow. the main attra- attraction. I mean, this is Stuttgart, Geneva. They're putting us on prime time just before, like, in Geneva a couple of weeks ago. It was just before the final top 10 in the world show jumping, you know. Like, I mean, we have the prime time because – and the guy – the organizers said, look, you guys bring in the crowd. I mean, this is very important for us. I mean, that's what's happening in all these other shows. I mean, the other people trying to organize more and more because it's, it's different and they invite always different riders from different countries. And literally, like, as a small class, between 16 riders to 20 riders max. And, uh, and this is really cool because we are the main attraction and it's different and the sponsors love it and the crowd really love it. So I think it's, it's quite nice for us to be involved together with, with those big sponsors. And as you said, with the, with the owners and a few owners now, they love to go. There is even people talking about buying horses just to do the indoor season. I think this is quite nice wow. for us. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic, Hoy. And um, we, we've done it a little bit here in America. I think we had one up in uh, New York City uh, one evening in the summer, and I just did one up in uh, Toronto in Canada in a hockey stadium. What um, With this European circuit, what what's the scoring system uh, in these indoor shows, Hoy? Is, it, is there show jumps involved? Is it the fastest person wins? Is there, um, how is the winner decided? Yes, I mean... Um Oh, 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 different shows got different rules, yeah? But now FEI wants to stamp and bring in a new rule that we maybe we should follow what FEI wants. But I think that will take a little bit out of, you know, the organizer's way of, like Stuttgart, they did, like, optimum time, but was quite fast. They put, like, I think 450 per minute in a small arena. Actually, it is quite fast. And you go to Geneva, you had some cross-country fences that would knock down and that adds you like eight points or eight seconds, yeah? And you go to Paris, it was like fastest clean, like clear round. So it was like if you had a fence down, you had four points. And if you go slow with a clear, you're still ahead of the ones that went fast and with the fence down. So all the organizers, they got different rules, but they try to make, they leave like that because... Some countries, they're a little bit like funny with going too fast and the crowd don't like. Some countries like people going very fast. I mean, they try to adapt the rules, what is going to be interesting for the public. And we, we and us riders, we just need to present a good show, which is quite important as well. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds fantastic. Uh, uh, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a really, really exciting new form of eventing. We, we might find that it really takes off and we have to find our indoor horses like a show jumper would and then you'd have your four-star horses. And You know, I think the whole sport's evolving where we're seeing different forms, aren't we? Like the CICs are different to the, the CCIs and now we've got this exciting exactly. new indoor thing. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think anything that brings uh, our sport to um, make it more exciting, it's over in a couple of hours. You can sit in a seat, eat popcorn, and and drink a beer and cheer them on. It's uh, fantastic. And we've been watching um, watching all the videos there that you've been riding in uh, in this European series, Hoy, and it, it looks it looks bloody fantastic. And I hope uh, I hope there, there's a circuit that can get started in in America here, and who knows, like maybe it will turn into a world tour one day. Yeah, um, as you said, Boyd, I mean, the, the connection with those, you know, new eyes of the show jumping world. And for us, it's like when you guys go down to Wellington, yeah, for that um, eventing. That's pretty amazing. I mean, there's a lot of riders from Europe that wants to go over to do that. And I guess it's getting more and more popular the indoor season here, like in Europe as well. Like all those organizers now, they having headaches to who they they want in their shows and who they should invite. I mean, sometimes they've got people like 40 people wants to go down to Paris, to Geneva, because they're amazing cities as well. I mean, it's all about, I mean, the, the networking and we promoting our sport in a different way, which I think in the end, one will help the other. The indoor season will help when we go out to the outdoor because we can promote towards the TV and the social media. There's a lot of people around the world watching the indoor eventing, which when we go outdoor, people will relate it. You know, you've been out there and how can we go there? And a lot of owners, they get a little bit, you know, like fed up with the winter. They don't have that much to do between October until March. And if you've got like an old four-star horse that maybe had an injured here and there, or maybe a horse that's already not competitive enough on the outdoor, they can go for another two or three years in the indoor season and having a great time and you manage to keep their owner together with you for a couple of more years and they end up investing in an outdoor horse. I mean, it's all, I think it's nothing wrong to, to do both. You know, I mean, I think it's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah. Well, Hoy, I was literally about to say, I think it's a really great way to keep some of the older horses that maybe don't want to be hammering around those big tracks anymore they can if they're still fit enough and enjoying the job i think it's a it's a great thing for some of these older horses and um i remember going to stuttgart um with you and a few others many years ago and on my older advanced horse and um he absolutely loved it it was so much fun the competition it was totally wild it was prime time like you said um and it, it is just a great way to keep things going along in the winter isn't it and Let's not forget there's prize money in this. I think as eventers, we're always looking for the good competitions that actually provide that good prize money because our sport historically doesn't get the sort of prize money that you get in show jumping, does it? So it's it's a real step in the right direction from from every perspective, from every angle. I think it's it's an exciting move forward for the sport. Yeah. Definitely. I mean like um the, the prize money on those indoor seasons is getting higher and higher. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, shouldn't say that, but I mean, Laura Collett, she was second in Paris. She's 
she got more money if she's going to win Blenheim, the CCI three star in England, or something like a Brahman. You you follow me? Like I mean, and you get yeah. all your expenses paid, and you get down there, and you promote a nice show. So it is money involved as well. But not let's forget the the main idea is us bringing our eventing like our event to another image to the crowd and to the new sponsors. And as I said, I mean a lot of people that it's involved on the indoor season is getting more interest in the outdoor season as well. I think this, uh, it helps each other, and I think it's really important. And it's, and it's good for those older horses. I mean, we can go out there and be, and be competitive and, and, and having a great time. It's like a fortune is like what, it's only one minute, two minutes, but I think it's, it's worth. I mean, they tried even to organize now. Maybe we can do two classes. I think Boyd can confirm to me. I think Toronto, you're doing two days in this combined time, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic, mate. And I think um, we can see it with other sports too. You know, um, in Australia there was cricket, and uh, cricket used to take six days to 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 play a game, and uh, and the purists were up in arms when uh, they wanted to shorten the game to make it more exciting for the uh, spectators, and they changed it to a a one-day international, and now they've got 2020 cricket, you know, and uh, I think all sports are evolving, and um, I don't think it will take away from the four-star level or the Olympic level, and uh, it's just another form of our sport that um, that different horses and different riders will be suited for, and it's bloody exciting to watch and compete in, so I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, um, and I think... Hoy- Wait, tell us yeah. um, uh, more importantly before we, we let you get back to your Caparina on the beach because it's obviously going to, you know, you might need to top up. Um, just give us a heads up on what your plans are for the 2018 season. Obviously, it's a championship year again. Um, it was very exciting, I'm sure, for you to compete in your home country at the most recent Olympics. But uh, have you got plans towards WEG? Uh, will we see your old campaigner, um, Tom Bombadil, coming back out? Yes, Liz. I mean, I've been on the, on that stage. We're trying to kind of bring a new, fresh blood to the team. I've been, as you know, I always like to spend three weeks in November looking for young horses around Europe. And I did this recently. Actually, we found some really nice young horses to come in into the team. Um, talking about the higher level, I still got my good horse, Tom Bombadil, that he's, for some reason, he's probably one of the soundest horses, I think, I ever had, and he's <laughs> he's feeling good. He's feeling fresh. We didn't do much 2017 because of other reasons and the beginning of the season. I mean, and so he came back really well towards the end of the season. He's there, and I got another really nice mayor, uh, Corsica, that she was qualified for Rio as well. And that will be my probably my main two horses. I mean, I will do all the best to be qualified, and it will be amazing to go back to, to Tryon, which looks fantastic. I always heard fantastic things to go there. Uh, I'll, I'll try to, to be, you know, at least be on a position to be selected and we'll see how we go. I mean, we still got till September, so I'll, I'll start the season in Portugal. I'll take four or five horses down there and from there we come back to England. I'm really exciting about the new yard as well that we recently, after many, many years, we I Looks like I'm going to be in England forever now. We just got a new base just outside of Oxford. Um, it's exciting times to rebuild uh, the new yard, um, and I'm really looking forward for it. I mean, um, and I, it's, I'm 
very happy. You know, I'm very happy to to receive all my friends from America and Boyd and you guys. I mean, you know, you've got a place and um, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Well, I'll be there. Uh, Don't fantastic. worry. <laughs> fantastic. Well, Roy, great catching up with you, mate. Thank you for, uh, for giving us this insight and uh, hopefully America can um, pursue or, or, or follow the, uh, the lead or the experience you've had over there in Europe. I, I think uh, It'd be great, and all the best for uh, next year, mate. Thank you, boy. It was nice to talk to you, and I really wish you and your owners and yourself uh, a great season for next year, and then hopefully we can catch up before WEG, and definitely at WEG, who knows? We're going to be there competing again. It's always a pleasure to, to have you around and, and Liz and everybody. I mean, I wish you all a, a fantastic Christmas and New Year's and, and a better 2018 for everyone. Yeah. Well, Boyd has had to run off to go and quickly ride some more horses, but we can't thank him enough for being our guest co-host on the Eventing Radio Show. Thank you so much, Boyd. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the Eventing Radio Show, presented by the Eventing Riders Association of North America. You can learn more about Eventing Riders Association of North America at eraofna.com. You can, of course, find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. Follow Eventing Radio on Facebook, just search for The Eventing Radio Show, and on Twitter, at Eventing Radio. You can, of course, listen to Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere, with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe via iTunes. Thanks again to our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. I'm Liz Halliday-Sharp, and you can follow me on Facebook, Liz Halliday, on Instagram, Liz Halliday-Sharp, on Twitter, at Liz Halliday, and of course on our website, hseventing.com. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful Christmas.